Hello, welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40, except this week I feel like I didn't find it. <laughs> you didn't find your fit? You misplaced it? I did it? not find it. I lost it for a week. <laughs> misplaced, um, not lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means I'm going to go right off the cap here. And I know before we started the pod, I did not give the update to Chrissy. Chrissy doesn't know what my weight this week is. Yeah. Mike does because he sees all my updates. I know. By the way, <laughs> that's Chrissy. That's Mike. They're both here with me today. So here. Yeah, we have a good so episode today planned, and we're so good at staying on topic that I'm we're gonna right. crush excited it. about. Oh, I'm yeah. actually really excited about this topic, good because it is something that has come up a couple times in just conversation, and I kind of blew it off because I didn't really think it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw found this video online, uh, a YouTube channel, which I really like. That YouTube channel was it Jeff Nippard? Is Nippard. that Nippard? Yep. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, and but he does this MythBuster Monday thing, and one of those videos is one of the topics that we're going to talk about today, uh, about how much protein you can absorb in one meal. We teased it last week, but we're going to talk about it a little more in depth today, and um, let's go right into yeah, the Yeah, could weight. you? Because I yeah. still don't know what's going on. You're, yeah, <laughs> bugging you a little bit. So, my weigh-in today was 210 pounds, <sighs> which from last time the puts me up. I know, right? That puts that me up like two and a half below. pounds or something like what that. What did you do? So, what I did is, I'm blaming the two of you, actually. It's both <laughs> of your faults. <laughs> this is why this happened. Um, more so, Mike, because yeah, Mike. today's yeah, Monday. No, that tracks. That We're recording on a regular Monday. Mm. We were not going to be recording on Monday. That's what I was missing. That was the missing piece on that. Yes. We were not going to be recording on Monday. We were going to record Wednesday this week because originally Mike couldn't do Monday. So I was like, oh, good. I don't have to worry about my weighing on Monday. (laughs) Whoops. So I... I had a gig yesterday, which I gig a lot of days. These Sundays have been... um, are back to being my days off, but I had a a one-off gig at a, a... bar up in uh, uh, Hilton Head. Tiki Hut is the name of the place. If you've ever been to Hilton Never Head, it's an there. awesome place yeah. to be. It's the only, I think, the only public bar that's right on the beach. Like, it's right on the beach. Oh, okay. It's oh, like wow. movie right on the beach. Like, you, you can go walk there. up to one side. Oh, it's yeah, fun. Right? Tiki yeah. Hut's cool. Okay. And they have live music. They usually have, like, two acts a day, one to five and six to ten. Okay. So they have live music all the time. So we played one to five yesterday. Uh, me and my, my buddy, Jay Morlock. Shout out to Jay Morlock. Ridiculous guitar player. Yeah, he's cool. Um, so the two of us went and played from five, one to five. But I didn't. I slept in a little bit because I I I was up late Saturday night getting ready for this gig. Most gigs I don't have to get ready for. I just play whatever songs mm-hmm. kind of on the cuff, the cuff based on the crowd and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you're on a stage like they have a legit stage here at Tiki Hut. Mm-hmm. And so people are like. Very much paying attention. Yeah, to what's going very on. much watching you. They co- mm-hmm. they go for the live music. It's like 
You're, That's why you, they're you, there. You, you Wait, do are stages a big part draw of it. people's eyes? It's crazy. It's like they are you going to start walking around on a stage all the time now? I'll carry it around. Do they have those kinds of? You can have like a bunch of little minions that carry you. A floating uh, stage. Those minions, they really get me. Um, yeah. Just get a go-kart and put a stage on it and just drive uh, like... Yeah, oh, that's perfect. a good idea. That's better than that's the minions. That's yeah. way better, way better. So because I know that, I, I want to have a set list ready and do all that stuff. And the week was just absolutely insane. We had some family drama, which I told you guys, I'm not going to repeat it on yeah, the pod, yeah. but that's fine. we had some family drama last week. Um, so I was well behind on the things that I needed to do, like create a set list for this yeah. show. So I was up pretty late Saturday night, um, working on that funny story to finish that off though. I was up so late that I got so tired. I was sitting at this exact same desk that I'm sitting at right now. Uh-oh. And the chair that I sit in is missing a wheel, as you guys know. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. And I always put it in the front so that my legs are there to, you know, catch me. So that I don't fall. Yeah. Well, when you're asleep, they don't work so well. Dang. I went head first into my desk. No. Oh. Head first. That's forward. a rough Boom. wake up. That yeah, is, I smashed the top Traumatizing of my head wake up. Better right coffee. there. Ugh, yeah. brutal. If you hear that noise, my lawn is currently being done by the person that we pay money to do the lawn. That's the answer. Instead of doing your own lawn, just pay someone else to do your lawn. Because It really that. actually irks me that I spend money on oh. somebody to cut my lawn. Does it? It doesn't irk me at all. It doesn't irk you at all? I have so many allergies. Every time I mow a lawn, I just want to die. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I get that. I, I'm allergic to grass, the first yeah, to cut grass, terrible. too. But I, I like the idea of it. It just takes time that I just don't have, or time away from my kids, or it just takes... Yeah, man. Yeah. There's also people who have companies so. to do it for you. Like, there's just so I, many. I still, companies I'm looking around at here. most there errands, are. and to me, this it's the good point of having kind of a goal or a step goal or an activity based goal. Because I I'll use the random shit that people hate doing, running errands, whatever, as ways to get my step. Goal. I gotta get my step going. You want to come get some more out. steps and do my yard too? I'll do your yard. I mean, sh- yeah. yeah you Attach a sled it. to me. Yes. Way to best. <laughs> I'm gonna get after it. A sled and a weighted <laughs> while pushing the lawnmower. Yeah. Awesome. You would look like a nut job. I already <laughs> look like a nut job with a vest on. That. I've done it with a backpack and a vest. That's yeah. All it's just funny weighted. if you come down our little street. We just live in this tiny little neighborhood. Me and Mike. You will find Mike outside doing some wild <laughs> things, mowing the lawn in a bag. He's like pushing a sled down the street. I'm, I'm like, I already don't like cardio, so I might as well get the lawn done. I know done all our and neighbors are like, who's that hot buff guy running around the neighborhood <laughs> doing some shit? I don't know him. I don't know. I don't him. know that guy. guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he lives down there. I don't really he know where. Okay. He so does. So anyway, I had all this life stuff happen, and then I was up really late Saturday night. So Sunday morning before my gig, Becky, let me sleep. She's so good to you. She is so good to me. And so I slept in a little bit, and so that means I got... Well, she slept in a little bit, too. Basically, Sunday morning... What is morning, constituting played, sleeping in yeah, right? to you people? Hold on. Who wake so, up early? <laughs> she had a late night gig on Saturday <laughs> as well. So our daughter came in to us in the morning, because our kids wake us up every morning. Oh. And she asked if she could go watch TV. We were like, yeah, go. So then the little one just followed her to the TV. Right. As soon as there's a screen on, my kids are just glued. <laughs> and so we actually got to sleep in until like 10-ish. Nice. Yeah. We That's slept pretty good. while they just watched TV and vegged for a while. Um, I know I'm not going to win any parenting of the year awards, but that's fine. I don't well, care. not every day, so. Victor, but you're doing great on most of the day. I would I literally, if I had children, like my whole house would be screens. <laughs> Just so <that> <laughs> I need peace. Educational, though. Yeah. <laughs> Educational yeah, yet yeah, entertaining. Absolutely, absolutely. Spidey Man, Spider Man is ab- I said Spidey Man because it's Spidey is the kids version. <laughs> they have like a Spidey like Man. Kids. <laughs> yeah. Spidey, yeah. Anyway, so 
we uh, slept in, and then I basically got up, packed up for my gig, and, and bounced. And so I drank a muscle milk on the way. Okay. And then we played one to five. And so after five o'clock, all I had consumed on the day was muscle water, milk. a muscle milk, and a bang. Great. All right. All right. Yeah. Got your caffeine in. That's, That's important. a big fat loss day right there. So <laughs> I had 2,000 calories left for the day, a little over 2,000. And I was you starving, so on the way home, we stopped at Chipotle. Oh, I love Chipotle. I oh, love Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. So I got the double, my typical order, double chicken, brown rice, veggies, uh, pico de gallo, corn salsa, sour cream. No, no, sour cream. I lied. Cheese? No, no Lettuce? cheese. Uh, guac. That's Wait, what I was looking start for. over. <laughs> I have a question. Do you like their little spicy sauce that they have? They have this like spicy sauce. But they it's, like, do have a sauce. I don't ever, I've never gotten you gotta it. You got to get it on so the side. If you put it, it on your meal, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Mm. Is that but it's so good. I like spicy stuff. I mean, I don't know. We'll try it someday. But so typically, I just do the pico de gallo and the corn as the only sauces that mm-hmm. I put on it. Okay, heard. And then the guacamole. Both of those And things it's like 1,100 calories mm-hmm. for what I get. And it has like 50, 60 grams of protein or something like that. No, more than that. has got to have more than that. I was say, that ratio is not amazing, but... No. No, but it's... it's but I'm also getting... getting the rice is what kills the ratio. I know. Fucking rice, rice kills but the it's ratio. So delicious. It is. Delicious. Yeah. But Never I started getting the rice. brown rice because the brown rice actually has more fiber. Oh, yeah. smart. I don't actually rice. get any rice. I think when I go to I Chipotle, I get a salad. as much. I'm going to get fiber elsewhere. I agree with you, Michael. I would rather eat white rice than brown rice. It was the only meal that I had that day. So that's kind of like it was. We're not judging your meal choice. You did the responsible thing. I mean, we are, but not about your calories, just about your meal choices. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's delicious. I love it. Fix yourself. I hate both of you. So um, (laughs) this is where the problem occurred. It's not the Chipotle. Chipotle was delicious. Loved it. Okay. Ate the whole Chipotle. It was wonderful. We're driving back to the house. I'm pretty full, though, at this point. And I was, it was like. 6 30 7 o'clock we're heading back home from from hilton head and i was like i'm really not gonna eat another meal today like i know i'm not gonna eat. i might have like something and i was like <gasps> i had this epiphany we've talked about this on the pod before one of my favorite desserts is at Publix. Publix tiramisu yeah yes. oh. yep. and it's he like 800 you. calories damn is it of ter- 850 yeah. to be exact how big is the slice show me it's a family size oh it's large piece. like it's like a big old piece of tiramisu i housed the whole thing my dude it was so good so i <laughs> i told I told my buddy i was like because he knows that i'm doing all the weight stuff and we actually i've had conversations with him a couple times because he did p90x years ago and lost right. a ton of weight and this and that and he's wow. like yeah i just don't know if i want to work out again like that again and i was like the problem with what you did dude is it was non-sustainable that's not sustainable Correct. p90x and I was is like, exhausting it, i was like it's awesome that you lost all that weight and did great but what you were doing wasn't sustainable i've lost all this weight doing stuff that i feel like i can do this for the rest of my life this is what because i said that conversation started I feel like I'm doing a million tangents here. But anyway, the conversation with him started with me saying, I'll never gain this weight back. And he's like, be careful what you say, because I said that too. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but what you were doing wasn't sustainable. And then we had this whole conversation. Right, right. Um, But back to the tiramisu, the important part. I ate that entire, I I got the piece of tiramisu. I was like, we have to stop. I'm getting tiramisu. And he's like, 
Uh, I was like, I have the calories. Shut up. So, <laughs> so I went and we got the, I got the tiramisu and he had to get something else. And so I grabbed the tiramisu like as fast as I could possibly get it and went out to the car and started, I was sitting in the car eating the tiramisu and I texted him. I was like, Hey, I'm in the car. And he was like, Oh, I was wondering where you where he comes in. And it's like half gone already. Oh my God. I just, I just <laughs> tore in there. We did not move until I finished that gigantic piece of tiramisu. It was so delicious. And then I felt great, and I was like, yeah, this is wonderful. I got it out of my system because I've been kind of joking yeah. for it. So yeah. I got it out of my system. I'm good to go. And then I'm laying with my daughter as she's going to bed. She wants ice cream. And I know. I get a text message from Chrissy. Oh, oh, well, that was me. Yeah. Hey. Me. I schedule all of Mike's stuff for him. She yeah. Does. yeah. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, hey, um, Mike's busy on Monday. It's hey, amusing Mike's to me not busy because on you Monday guys don't think even realize how much you sound like you're his woman. woman I, I know because that happens. Everybody that talks to me is like, is that Mike's girlfriend? I'm like, no, no. it's not actually. At I know. All. No. We would be a terrible, like, if we lived together, I tell Mike this all the time. Yeah. I was like, we would be 100,000 pounds. No doubt about it. <laughs> it would be no a really bad idea. Because there's no adult in the room. There's then? no, exactly. Like, each one of us needs to be taken care of individually. Yeah. We would not work having to take care of each other. We would just eat food, all cereal, all day. What are you doing, cereal baby? I mean, cereal. <laughs> So then I got the text from Chrissy saying we're going to do the pod today and as opposed to Wednesday. And literally in that moment, I went, shit. (laughs) Because I knew it. I knew (laughs) That tiramisu is going to screw you over. It was going to screw. I almost drank booze last night. I'd like to know where you're at. I was like, maybe I might do like three shots tonight. Yeah, that would help. But that's going to, but then it would kill, would have killed my calorie deficit for the day. Because I still was at a deficit for the day. Um, um, I think I, you should weigh yourself Wednesday and then text me what you weighed. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about I'm it. I'm curious, man. I need to know. For science. Well, it's for you're going to have to wait because you guys, <laughs> you did Mike, this to see, me. this is your fault. I'm getting lumped yes, in with you, my guy. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the messenger. <laughs> I'm shooting the messenger. So that's why my weight is up. I, I think that's a big part of it. I mean, I've, been, I've eaten wide. pretty good all week. Uh I feel great. I worked out again. I had three workouts again this week. I worked out last night. I also thought that too. I was like, oh, actually, I just worked out. So I got that. Oh, no, I worked out after that. I was planning on working out anyway, but I'm I worked so out. I'm so confused. When harder. did you work out? I know. Wait, it was after before that. or after what? <laughs> you texted me. Oh. It was after you texted me. But. I, I, I was because I thought it was before, but I planned on doing it already. That really probably encouraged you. You're like, I should probably get to the gym right I now. I worked a little bit harder last <laughs> night. I'm not going to lie to try and Got push that out tiramisu an pump, baby. An extra couple. Hopped on the treadmill. I walked through the night <laughs> all night long. Uh, so I'm at 210, which is up like two and a half pounds from. Those are tiramisu pounds. They don't count. Those are tiramisu yeah. pounds. But now I'm bummed because I don't know if I lost, like what I lost. You don't know what you I lost, yeah. but you know you lost. Yeah, I feel good. The the workouts feel good. I'm again last night. I didn't push to do the. It's a lot harder doing the supersets in my home gym. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Because I'm like, I don't feel like jumping right in. I'm going to take the time. And football was on last night. Oh, football. Oh, I got to watch the Cowboys lose. Yes. As a diehard Eagles fan, <laughs> it was fantastic. And your mommy and was up at the bar watching. I love that your mom's like oh, also mom like really into football. Oh. Yeah, she comes and she watches the game, you yeah. know, and I'm, it's always so cute. I'm like, I love that she, she's... It's a whole family thing. Everyone's committed to football. Adorable. So when we yeah. all lived in Pennsylvania before we all scattered all over the place, we would get together literally like Sunday football. We'd all go to get together and Aww. it was like a party every Sunday. Yeah, we got yeah. together and watched the birds. We all cheered together and screamed together and it's it was just... Yeah. So I missed that part for my kids and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, So we'll get... Now my family getting closer again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get more of that. You but, guys, you know, there's enough Eagles fans around. You guys could just make a an Eagles group. 
Yeah. We had our old bar back in Smyrna was an Eagles bar. They had a huge Eagles following. Oh, yeah? And they were, man, it was fun. It was kind of fun. It was yeah. you see the same people every week. It was like you, know, you kind of like got to know them, you know, and they'd well, come one out. one game last week, or last season, not last week, one game last season, a bunch of Eagles fans showed up at, at yeah. Uh, Bogies. Yeah, yeah. And we were all there screaming. It's, it is so much. <laughs> when there's a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and you're all rooting and cheering and crying together, it's so much fun. It's a it's a good time. I love football. I love football season. Yay! Hey, how did anybody's fantasy team do? Because I lost. I lost by two points. Dang! That's oh, nice. that's the worst. How'd you do? I, I left forty points on the bench. My bench was loaded. <laughs> Everybody got injured. <laughs> I was yeah, so same. sad. I, one got injured. Just <laughs> remember, we had we had a lot of the same guys on our team. We did. I think, Mike. We did, and they just didn't perform. But the guys on my bench did. Oh, I wish I, I had somebody to blame for setting my lineup. Yeah, me too. I wish I also had someone to blame. Oh my gosh! I did not set your lineups. Well, you did not set my lineup. <laughs> I did not. Set- <laughs> <laughs> I asked you to do they it. They both asked me for help, and I. Uh, he failed us. Yeah. He failed us. How did oh, your yes. How did your fantasy go? Did you uh, win? So I play in four leagues. Okay. I'm a big fantasy guy. I That's cool. How'd they go? Which is why you both asked me for advice. Yeah. It's how did true. your mythical football go? Yeah. My mythical teams. Uh, I was two for two, and okay. one of them. Sh- I, yeah, I played the wrong guy. Um, Feel ya. Yeah. yeah. Like four Feel wrong guys. I don't know how you're supposed to know who to play. I was also what? laughing. I was like in the app yesterday, and like you know, the app has a bunch of articles. But I'm like, there's someone whose job is just just sit there and write articles about what they think some guy's gonna do. What mm-hmm. do you mean someone? There's thousands. I of know. Someones. Isn't that wild though? Like people like do, and they they probably a fun job. These people are probably are really into football, they and they just get to like they write about yeah. football and stats and stuff. I was like, that's kind of fun. It's job. like me As, sitting down and talking about protein. Right. I said, yeah. but no one plays fantasy Easy. protein, bro. Oh my god! I know that's the that's problem. Genius. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun Which if we played fantasy with like lifters. You know, what? lifters. How would yeah. you? Yeah. Know well, because if there's a big competition coming, you could like somehow bet, you know, on who you think is going to pull what. Or oh, whatever. who's going to win kind the of events? Fun. And you get points. Yeah. Oh, that's kind or like of maybe idea. you draw, like you draft him as you draft. Yeah, you draft him as like on a team. That'd be fun. I could play that. Well, I'd be in Friday's yeah. fantasy pro team. Yeah, fantasy pro team. Um, so that leads us actually kind of into our conversation about protein. About protein. We talk about protein a lot, and the reason we talk about protein a lot is it's super important. It is the most mm-hmm. important macronutrient. Why? In the world. <laughs> Don't overstate it at all. <laughs> the world of macronutrients. <laughs> Why is protein the most important nutrient? Because it, it covers aging and recovery and muscle conditioning it's and connective tissue health and bone density health and... Also, like you're you're feeling full, like you're for satiety for sure. Satiety is the word that I yeah. wanted, but it wasn't coming out of my mouth. Thank nah, you. You're all good, um, but but even that, like that, is important. But that's not like life living important. That's so that it is. is because as someone who doesn't get a lot of calories, it's huge. I meant survival. Yeah. I meant survival oh, important. Yeah, like yeah. yes, it is important for yeah. life, and yes, you need to be comfortable with your diet. But I at the the cellular level, yeah, yeah. protein is the saying. most important macronutrient, period. And everybody likes to write it off as this bro science thing, oh, protein, protein, protein. But it's, it's literally that fucking important. Next, beyond that, is, is fat. Mm-hmm. Fat is, there's essential fatty acids. You have to get so much, otherwise you will go insane and die. Oh, my God. I know, right? Kill insane and insane, die. Literally insane? Yeah, it starts to affect, like, your brain. I don't know about insane, insane. But you will die without... You kind of go insane. Well, it messes your hormones up, too. Like, all it your... Fuck it's fuck shit up. Crucial. So, and then beyond that, like protein can also be broken down and turned into glucose in the bloodstream to run, you know, to refill you run liver your brain. glycogen, it and runs run your, your brain, brain and, and, and other tissues that require glucose 
to, to function. So protein is the most important macronutrient followed closely by, by fat. And again, I have to throw this caveat <laughs> in there. People are like, well, you didn't say carbs. I guess carbs aren't carbs important. Carbs are so important because they're so <laughs> delicious. <laughs> carbs affect recovery. They still help hormone levels. Um, carbs really do affect recovery. Like I noticed, 100%. you know, I notice that my recovery is better when I'm eating carbs. And I also notice that like I feel fueled better when I'm yeah, eating carbs. You, you are. That's the body's preferred choice for fuel for high intensity exercise. Now, again, if you don't have really any carbs and you're doing carnivore or keto or whatever, your body will use fat. Not as effectively. A, a marathon runner is not going to reach penultimate status by just being on a keto damn diet. And an Olympic-level athlete, or hell, any professional athlete, mm-hmm. is not going to perform well on a ketogenic diet. It can be done. They could do better. Which is why pizza is so important. Pizza is so, so important, important, Victor. But pizza that's, is we almost got pizza last night, and we didn't, and I have been like Jones and There's since. pizza in the fridge because the kids... Whenever we have a sitters, it's just easy. It's easy. That's oh, what I would yeah. do, too, oh, 100%. So yeah. Especially because... We can order it online and have it delivered. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Right. So like, when we know the sitters gets here at five, we have pizza delivered at six. Like it comes right to the door. We have them tip. Like literally, they just have to take the pizza inside. Yeah. It's the best way for to handle it, especially because also kids like pizza. So that's my kids both love pizza. I mean, adults adults also like pizza. My daughter doesn't really like pizza. She likes what saucy bread. She likes saucy bread. She takes it. They're opposite. Right? Doesn't Casey not like sauce? He just likes So Casey cheese? couldn't eat sauce for the longest time. Oh. Um, my Can he son, eat sauce now? Yes. Oh, cool. Because he's potty trained now. Oh. So my That's son important. would get really bad diaper rash from the any acid. Oh. And so pasta sauce or, or tomato red sauce, as uh-huh. we call it in the uh-huh. house, would just really? destroy him. His butt was awful. He'd uh-huh. have terrible diaper rash and be bleed like bleeding and everything. It was bad. Dang. Yeah. Well, that so, escalated quickly. Yeah. Sure so did. he we cut all the anything acidic out for like I a year and a half. Or so he didn't have. Yeah, because every anything. time he came to the bar, I would have to make their pizzas opposite. His yeah. had no sauce and hers had no cheese, and I was like, "How strange!" Together you have a whole one pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. But now he can eat pizza regularly. He's good to go. In fact, cool. he loves his favorite is pepperoni pizza. My dude. He, we went to the. Him and I stopped at a. He went to one of my gigs with me, and we stopped and got food afterward after the gig. And we went to a pizza place, and he was all excited to get pizza. And we're in there, and it's just me and him, and people are like laughing because he's freaking adorable and he makes he me laugh. He is freaking adorable. Yeah. It's so true. And so he's like messing around and just being goofy and then this, the server comes up and it's this young girl and so he's like all smitten because it's this young pretty yeah. girl because yeah. he is already like his dad. Yeah. And <laughs> so this girl comes up and she starts to come take her order and he goes, can I have pepperoni pizza with pepperoni please i love that <laughs> yeah got you dude i yeah. <laughs> got you and so like he's already adorable and he's already you like bring it without pepperoni with i send it back <laughs> yeah pepperoni pizza with pepperoni pepperoni okay pizza. idiot don't forget uh, the pepperoni pepper- all right don't just bring me the pizza without the pepperoni yeah i'm gonna be upset so um, she thought it was hysterical. He and is so cute. Was, yeah, he we said he would order pepperoni pizza from me like that. Pepperoni pizza <laughs> with pepperoni. <laughs> so, so all right, Mike. I asked you the question last week. Let's dive right into Let's the topic thing. at hand. Is there a ceiling, a.k.a. a max, a.k.a. should I not eat more than 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal? Because I heard there's a rumor that the max you could absorb 
as a human being is 20 to 30 grams of protein in one sitting and one meal, which I find that's even just saying that that way is very vague. Because Yeah, like what if I'm eating sitting, for three hours? Yeah, like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like in one sitting, so what if so if I sit right now and I eat thirty grams and then I stand up and sit back down right. and I eat another thirty <laughs> yeah. grams. Oh, so you went to the What's extreme happening? end of literal, but that's, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I do know what that you mean. is the idea. Like I mean, yeah, like how break it up in into between. my meals, but how far apart do my meals need to be? And yeah, so that whatever. that's basically what we've heard is I've heard different things like you have to eat. 20 to 30 per meal, and so you should eat multiple meals. Well, how far do they have to be spaced? Yeah. And all the, like, I'm sure I could do more research into all that stuff, but that, that's where it seems to get you, crazy you, with me. You can do more research, but, but you can just ask Michael. That's what you can ask me. You're here for yeah. Mike, so that <laughs> is the information that I have. That's the question that I have. Can I absorb more than 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal? And do I need it, or do I just poop out the rest of it? Go. Talk to me about how Victor poops out his protein, Mike. Yes. God dang it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down the protein and, and looking at studies. Kind That's of, what I'm talking about, breaking yeah, down yeah, protein. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah bra- Breaking down that. protein and, and looking at studies. So, Because they, they kind of go hand in hand. And like I said, when you dig into any kind of, of studies like that, they, the new ones that are coming out tend to, to confuse more than anything. And a lot of studies are done on the older population and the untrained population. So then there's, there's differences between how their bodies will absorb protein or the protein needs and somebody who is trained and, and their needs. So the myth that you can only absorb 20, 30 grams of protein in a sitting is, is horseshit. <clears throat> um, how do you really feel about it? Please don't mince words, Mike. I don't want to be confused. What, one, of my, one of my favorite analogies or, or thought processes, or think about it, like prehistoric man, we would not have survived as a species if we could only absorb 20 to 30 grams of protein in a sitting, right? We, we know at this point that you have to have a certain amount of protein for life and for health. Same thing for, for fat. So if prehistoric man took down a, a bully mammoth and chopped it up to, to eat, like are they going to go put it in a deep freezer at this point? Now, salt their foods, store them. They're, they're all nomads as well. So you would gorge, and then you probably didn't eat again for three to five days until you could bring down some other kill. If you could only absorb 20 to 30 grams of protein in a sitting, yeah, you're right, we right? would not have survived. So let's look at the mechanism oh, behind that's that. Good. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because there was a definitely nomadic people that, I mean... I don't know if they were killing wool and mammoths, but they were killing... <laughs> I don't know if they were killing wool and mammoths. the example. I, Whatever, my science I mean. could be off. As yeah, far yeah as I feel like goes. they probably yeah. would go for Save a small tiger. I don't Save know. T- yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe something like an herbivore that wouldn't attack you back. It could be. Maybe yeah. like... Fish. Yeah, sure. Something well, the, like the that. The giant three-toed sloth. Yeah, okay. Right. It's very slow, but it's giant. A lot of meat. The dodo bird. <laughs> it's dodo. very giant. A lot of meat. All right. So we now, based off of that, we know it's a myth. Why is it a myth? Yeah. Okay? The body, no matter how much kind of protein you take in, is going to just circulate those amino acids and, until your body gets around to it is a very ultra-simplified way of looking at that. And also, if you don't have enough carbs and or calories in your system to replenish glycogen stores, fuel the brain, replenish liver glycogen, your body does convert protein taken in to glucose via a process called gluconeogenesis. And that's done in the liver and the protein gets basically turned into glucose. Um, so the body has a tremendous amount of uses for it. It's not going to just waste it and, and toss it. Now, where this hard limit came from 
Um, and Jeff Nippert is, is the video that you came across that, that went through, and he did yeah, a great he, bro- he broke it he down. He did a great job of breaking it down. There's just there were a few holes and whys that was left out of his speech, which I get it. You're trying to keep the whole thing down to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. digestible bites of info in a shorter video. So he he didn't cover as much that the the studies where the hard limits came from were because of muscle protein synthesis. Now you max out muscle protein synthesis via, you know, the leucine is the amino acid that tends to drive that, but muscle protein synthesis is maxed out with, I say between 30 and 40 grams of protein. I like an insurance policy. If Mm -hmm. it happens to be 27 grams for somebody, cool. That's a precise number, eat 30 grams. You know, for somebody bigger, if you can hit it with 36, cool. Let's just go for 40 just in case. Sort of an insurance policy as the way I look at it. But that's when it's maxed out. No matter you how want much to maximize it. If it's thirty six and you eat thirty five, you missed out on a. Gram right. So of this protein. is this is for your body to to use protein to build muscle. That's build where the muscle cap is. recovery. It, yeah, it's not just build, but it seems seems to be the population that is way more honed in on this and and puts a lot of importance on it is going to be that that fitter population or bodybuilders or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge point to differentiate from. Because the bodybuilder wants to get that extra 1% of right. muscle protein synthesis maxed out, maxed out to, to really compete at those upper levels. Where the average human, they can still, like Victor, you, you are likely not hitting those maximizing muscle protein synthesis by eating 40 grams every four hours is what I think Alan Aragon had put out in a study. So rough, every four hours is roughly going to be that seating that you had brought up a question about. And then you eat five meals, and then you're at 200 grams of protein, and you've managed to maximize muscle protein synthesis through the whole day. Well, you tend to do a little bit more intermittent fasting vary, uh, variation, same as, as I tend to do, where I'll, I'll eat 100 grams of protein in a sitting, yeah. and I will same. still build muscle. <clears throat> Could you and I be building a little bit more muscle over time? Sure. Possibly even. Possibly. Possibly. It's not even, there's not even I don't know if it's even studies. comparable, yeah. It, it's, it's likely because if you maximize muscle protein synthesis, yeah. this is not a, a debatable thing. If you, yeah. maxim, if you max that out and keep it maxed out, you will maximize muscle building. So if you aren't hitting that on a regular basis, you're not maximizing, but you're still building. So what it comes down to when, it, when you're, you're looking at protein intakes and what you need to take in it's literally total daily protein is the most important thing to focus on. Because even Jeff Nippert covered it in the intermittent fasting community where people are eating one to three meals on any given day, and, and I'm one of those, muscle still goes up. Via, it's either maintenance on a calorie def- deficit, um, you're maintaining yeah. that muscle, or you're building so some you muscle really when you So you really only have to be super concerned about the spacing of your meals if you are like... An elite operating athlete. in an elite situation Correct. where you're trying to really hone in that last little bit. Correct. But otherwise, hit your daily protein yeah. and be a happy And you have person. to bear in yeah. mind, too, and I haven't seen, it, it's hard to find the studies that are super dialed in on it, especially, again, in a trained population, which we are. We are right. training on okay. a regular basis. We are, are part of that kind of trained uh, group. So if I take in 100 to 120 grams of protein in a meal, that's a, a large meal, and it does have a variety of macronutrients in it and a good amount of fiber. It takes seven to 10 hours for that meal to be fully digested. So you have a steady stream of amino acids kicking through the system. So it's kind of funny when somebody just says, maximize muscle protein synthesis, take in 40 grams of protein in a meal. Well, that meal is going to be digested over, you know, anywhere from three to 10 hours, depending on what you take in. How much? So at what point is muscle protein synthesis maximized when your body registers, quote unquote, that, oh, wait, we have all this protein in the stomach. Boom, up. 
Not quite. <laughs> it's it's got to be digested and put into the bloodstream before you start to maximize that. So you could probably say off of that first meal, it's going to take a while to maximize that. But if it's a big meal and you're absorbing you know, mic micronutrients and macronutrients over the course of seven to 10 hours, then that second meal is going to be that jump up if that first one starts to come down. So now you're maximizing for the rest of the day. Unless you take in a, a good hit of just whey protein, which is absorbed within one to three hours, that'll spike you up a little faster for that first meal, which is one of the reasons why I do a protein shake as coffee creamer first thing in the morning. That's going to kind of get me up ready for my activity, and then I, I make sure I spare muscle mass as far as that goes. Whoa. I didn't. All right. So back this part up. <laughs> Lay it on me. Did I throw a lot of information out there? Uh, you know, I think I did. It was quite a bit of information. <laughs> and there's a couple questions in the rest of it that I want to get to yeah. as well. Uh, like some of the stuff in, in that video that we watched, the Jeff Nipper video. We're going to reference that video a lot because that was one of the main things that made me yep. want to ask this question. Um, <clears throat> but what, what you just said, so the whey protein gets mm -hmm. absorbed quicker. Correct. If you eat it with something else or if you eat it solo or does that matter? Solo. If you eat it with something else, anything's going to slow down digestion, okay, especially if you have something that is, is fiber-related, fruits, veggies, okay. or... Just wondering. Yeah. But if I do a whey protein, like a shake, like you said, early in the morning, that's going to get me, what, more energy, more for throughout the rest of the day? Or not, how does that set... Not necessarily energy-wise, because... it sets you up better. So how does that set it, me up I better? I said it sets me up better for my activity in the morning because I tend to lift early. Um, and while I don't like to lift after eating a, a good amount of food, I like lifting now off of at least 30 to 45 grams of protein because my body won't go catabolic or eat up any muscle and connective tissue while I'm lifting. Now, the amount that gets eaten over a lifting session is really not much to worry about because your body has a rebound effect. Basically, if you eat, if you work out hard fasted, your body will consume some muscle and connective tissue, some minor, minor amount of it. But when you eat, the body rebounds, rebuilds, and you kind of move on with your life. And I lifted like that for years, and I did great. Because I kind of do this, that, so that's what I was wondering. Yeah, but, yeah. So, but at this point, I'm just <laughs> going through the, the trial and, and seeing how I felt with just having the, the 30 to 45 grams of protein in. Of whey protein. Yeah, just whey protein. Yeah. So if I wanted, all right. Whew. My <laughs> head's like spinning with all this it's, information, it's but I want to try yeah. and digest. I want to make it digestible for people listening. Yeah, and, so, and, and as a caveat, we'll recap for the most important things too. So if you, you're enjoying kind of the oh, don't think I'm not going to ask you the top three yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. We, get we will do this. that. I will definitely. <laughs> um, but so, as somebody who's not trying to get to maximize gains in terms of being an elite athlete, uh, yeah. like an Eddie Hawes we had talked about, or a Ronnie Coleman, or Dude, I, I, those videos. I, I know, know, man. Yeah, good documentaries. Really good. Oh, I looked at pictures. Side tangent yeah. here again. Of Eddie Hall. He since. looks good, right? Yo. Stacked oh. like a house. Yeah, he looks good as fuck. <laughs> He's got like a 32 pack. Yeah. yeah and I know, he do. Yeah. I brought that up a while back where they, they looked at the, the muscle cross sections of, you know, this big fat um, strength competitor like that mm -hmm. strong man. Strong man. Via and then compared to a bodybuilder, yeah. and the muscle thickness is very similar. Oh, like, yeah, it's the same. They just got a nice yeah, layer muscle of fat size on the does drive strength. Although you can also get muscle size without being very strong. It's yeah. just hypertrophy and putting mm -hmm. a lot of volume on. But you you can't be insanely fucking strong. Like you can be pretty damn strong without being big. Yeah, but. To get to get to be that as strong as those strong, guys, they a have a lot of muscle mass. Yeah. So you drop the fat off of that frame, it's going to Dude, look pretty I mean, damn they look good. good yeah. yeah, yeah, he's stocked like a. You know, it was kind of fun that he did that because I was like, man, I know 
that there's a ton of muscle yeah. under that guy. <laughs> you no, can it, see it, right? Like, and this is a minor <laughs> tangent on your tangent. Yeah. But I've I've always found it the weirdest damn thing to watch a big, heavy, strong man, fat guy like that flex. It's almost like anticlimactic. <laughs> They'll do the little flex poses, but there's nothing. There's no yeah. leanness or Unless definition to actually flex. To them, yeah. Because when they do that flex, and then it goes that their arm is now twice the size of your head. Yeah. And you're just like, holy crap, this guy is humongous. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's got to be a it's, little more mind-boggling. It's about the girth, and, and Mike. Right it's next not about the, the appearance. Girth. It's about the girth. I, <laughs> thickness. <laughs> thickness. It's just you see it in a video. I'm like, what are you doing? You're just making a, a hug shape with your arm. <laughs> are you going to squish me, yeah. sir? <laughs> yeah, 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 I believe you could, but it's... It also looks very soft and welcoming. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Back, 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 Here back, we back, go. Back. So what I was going to ask about the whole, what were you saying to start it? So as somebody who's, like I said, not trying to max out and look like Eddie Hall or yeah. any of those things, is what... What do you need to the, worry about? Yeah, like, should I be consuming, pro saving calories, saving... Should I be rationing calories and protein right before my workouts? Should I be planning on that when mm-hmm. I know I'm going to work out? Like, is that optimal even for me? Am I losing? Because you're saying that it breaks it down, but then it rebounds. Well, if it breaks some down and then rebounds, That's isn't that if like you're two fast. steps you forward fasting? and one step back? You don't. Back. So you, you, you tend work to work out in the evenings. You've I had, do work you've out had some food in your system for the day. Yeah, yeah. You have amino acids already streaming through the blood. You're not going to have that catabolic effect like I would working out completely fasted. So when your body has nothing so to turn is, to. Sorry to catch no, you off okay. there, boss. But then what is completely fasted? Because there are times where, like, I haven't eaten for hours. Mm, it's been and, like and, you may, hours. and you may be lifting like, fasted at that point. Because I, I, I lift. Like, I work, in the e- I work out in the evenings, but I'll eat dinner at, like, 6 o'clock. And it's like, and like it's the last example you gave where all you had was the, the protein shake and the bang, and then, you know, here comes evening. You were back in the fasted state. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a lot of diehard... Die Fasters will will tell you, no, nope, you're not fasted because it has to be 18, 24, whatever hours plus. Yeah, it's a bunch of horseshit. So at what at, point then? Is how once you like digest, once you have digested your food, and once you know most of the stuff in your bloodstream has been pushed to where it needs to go, you are back in the fasted state. The fasted state is not an on-off switch like a lot of people, hardcore, quote unquote, dirty or clean fasters like to to lay it out. It's they took the the pure science that Martin Burkhan had put out like. 12 to 15 years ago, revamped it over the last handful of years and made it its own thing to kind of sell a lifestyle. And now these fucking groups are starting to push things like the, the loom and Lumen or whatever to, oh, to sell thing things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. the group I got kicked out of for, you know, shaming that guy. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's, it's coming back around as kind of a fad at that point. But what it, the real thing is it's, it's not an on-off switch. You know, taking in 100 calories with a splash of milk in your coffee in the morning when you want to fast the rest of the day is not actually breaking your fucking fast. And if it does, you're back in the fastest day within an hour. So yeah. it, it doesn't fucking so matter. So how long does it take then to get in, like, it's different what is for everybody. It's, it's I based, definitely it's average. Like, can you give me an average? Like, what can. It, look, like look around you in any given room of... and tell me if, if everybody fits that average. It's hard to give an no, average. But I'm saying, like, per pound. Like, is it like a 200-pound male typically takes on a, on a I meal I don't know if we have that information. We'd have, we'd have to ask Google. That would be a I, weird I number I would base that more off the, like, a well-rounded meal, like I said, seven to ten hours. To, to digest and get cruising. So I'd say you're in the fast, I'd say probably at about the 
12-hour mark after you eat some food. If you just okay. take in a protein shake or a piece of fruit or a little snack like that, it's going to be significantly Right, like in the morning, I put creamer in my coffee. That's the only thing that I have, you know, and then eventually I work and out. That's, like, that's I'm like working what, out 50 in the to 100 fast, calories? So, yeah, like yeah, and especially if you're working out, you're going to burn right through that right, shit. You're yeah. back in the fastest state by the end of your workout. Oh, sure, easily, and I don't work out for until hours after that. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So, but basically, also, it's it's unimportant. Yeah. If if somebody who is who is just looking to look better naked, feel good, be more energetic, and be stronger, total daily protein timing is inconsequential. Do what what fits best for you. So, somebody like that, this whole conversation, the simplest you know takeaway is literally just full daily total daily protein. Yeah. Hit those goals. You're gonna be a real. And fucking what are we happy. saying? That we're saying a gram per pound. If you're or, fairly lean. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I tend to like the measurement of 0.85 times your body weight in, in protein. Okay. Tends to go fairly well. But again, if somebody's three or 400 pounds, yeah, they don't need 300 of protein, grams yeah. of protein to, to maintain. They only need 280, 250. So I tend to go off of um, uh, one gram per pound of, of goal weight, okay. essentially, is, like a, is a good body route, too. Like lean body mass or something. Yeah, okay. fairly lean, lean weight. Okay. So what, even if you're, so, all right, well then, because we, we've said the 0.85 on here before that, uh, for protein yeah. times your body weight. So, but if you're at like, that's that's say you're bare at minimal pounds and you're just starting, this is your first podcast yeah. you've listened to, you've heard that finding my fit, you just turned 40 and this is you right up your alley. You're approaching and, and you don't want to be in that pounds, spot. And you're listening to us for the first time. So you can either do the 0.85 times 300 or you're saying whatever that person's ideal body weight would be. Yes. Because so here's my question on that is like 300 pounds for me is different than 300 pounds for you. Right. Because you are significantly taller than I am. Because right. I am ridiculously short. But even so, I no think that's why like your your goal weight is important. Right. Correct. Like you can't you can't be a six foot five guy and have goal weight of, right. you know, super low. And, and in all honesty, yeah. if you and I are both 300 pounds with our shapes, weight. our sizes, our height, whatever, 200 grams of protein would still work for both of us. Yeah, I agree. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's it's a good amount of protein. It's more than you would need to maintain your lean body mass. You could still put on a little bit of muscle while you're starting to diet down. And it's close enough to your goal weight. He's just, okay. you don't have to think about it at that point. And even so for you're our just size. Making it simpler. Yeah. I am making in, it simpler. But in terms of if you're going to get in more specific on a number, if we're, you're at 300 pounds and I'm at 300 pounds. Well, why pounds, don't we say we have a person who's 300 pounds, their goal weight would probably be, I don't know, it depends on how tall they are. How tall is this imaginary person? I'm saying if it's me and Mike. Okay. How tall are you, Mike? 5'11. With the posture, like of, a seven footer? Yeah, the posture, posture. of a seven-footer? Yeah, definitely the posture of a seven-footer. Really? You're only 5'11"? I yeah. thought you were tall. It's significantly tall. I mean, you are significant. You're four inches taller than I am. I'm 5'7". So that's a pretty significant. Hey, you're still taller than me, bro. I'm 5'2". So. That's true. I mean... Does that make you feel good? No, it doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> Thanks. You're that right. didn't work? No, right. Right. Fair yeah. enough. That's right. <laughs> and so this... But, Basically, the simpler you keep it, the easier it's going to be while knowing that you could still go a little bit lower. Even the 0.85 that I tend to give for lower people, it's, it's, I only give that number to somebody who already is having a very difficult time hitting protein. So this is your rock bottom now. If you want to be healthy, you cannot go below this on a consistent basis. If you happen to get one gram per pound of body weight, you're going to have a little bit easier time feeling good, recovery-wise, whatever. It's, again, that insurance policy. You're getting a little more than you need, 
but it's well, a great we used to joke about Mike's policy. tagline being "air on the side of protein." I love that. You know, I and it's like, yeah, yeah. It, but it's true, right? Like, yeah. it, when in doubt, air on the side of air protein. Side Just of protein. eat more protein. So, in <clears throat> in real life use of the protein thing, uh, one of the things that I've noticed through this process with myself is these are like real life numbers. I have nothing else to balance. This is not an article. This is not. This is me personally in my experiences thus far, which are limited to this one time trying to lose weight. Right since February. Um, is when I eat enough protein, like I eat, have a, because di- I don't hit 200 every day. Right. I know 200 is my goal. I don't, literally, I try to do my rock bottom as like 150. If I get the 150, I feel pretty good about myself for the day. Yeah. So that's where I, I try to get the, aim for 200, but I'm like, I don't really let myself get under 150. But when I do hit 200, the next day, which according to this absorption thing and everything we're talking about, doesn't make any effing <laughs> sense. Mm-hmm. But the next day, I'm not as hungry the next day. Mm. And the next day, I am just I feel better the next day. I don't have to eat as much the next day. I'm yeah. like, I don't eat breakfast typically because I'm just like not there's some days that I wake up and I'm like, all right, I need to eat something. Yeah. I'm like pretty hungry today. But I've noticed Typically, when the days that follow the days that I'm high in protein, does that come out clear? Yeah, so yeah. clear. The, 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 yeah. the day the following day. the day that you're high in protein, you so the day after the day of the day of the day. Yeah, that, when that day happens, then the next and day can't after wait for that, that day. day. Can't wait for that day. It's a great day. Nobody can wait for that. So, day. but so the day after, <laughs> I typically <laughs> I got myself confused. There, guys. <laughs> the, the day, day after, after a really good protein day yeah. is. I feel like it's easier to hit goals for that day. Yeah. And it's easier than for me to, I don't want to say cheat, but for, I, I don't only, but in terms of like what we're talking about on people listening, like you think of it, you can't help but think of it as a cheat day. Like when you have pizza mm. or when you have a giant piece of tiramisu on those <laughs> days, like I wasn't starving yesterday right. at really any point. But the day before, I think I was really good on my protein. Actually, now I'm going to look yeah. specifically because I want to know. Um, but I have noticed a trend that, the days that I hit, which for me makes no sense then if we're talking about there's a cap. If there really is a cap, that should have nothing to do with it because right. I should poop once and that's it. Like, it, I'm back at square one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. why does... Is it a psychological thing? Because I was well, it's so not. much you more absorbed, satiated You absorbed day. all that protein. It's not like you didn't absorb all that protein. Right. You didn't... Ma- you ma- and he probably, probably maximized muscle physics at that point because he ate so much protein. But the cap is about... Muscle synthesis. The Correct. cap is not about protein. There's a leucine threshold and a cap for muscle yeah, protein. Right, synthesis. exactly. So you absorbed 185 grams of protein that day. So the next day you're not hungry as hungry. That makes sense. Yeah. So I have. I have, if actually, if you look, I typically. I'm looking at my days now. I mean, think about it from the aspect of our bodies are not supposed to be, you know, 30 percent plus body fat, right? So anybody who's on a diet has has weight to lose. Like you're carrying around extra weight that literally doesn't do anything from you, for you but protect you in a famine. That's all body fat does when you're above a healthy range. Mm. That's it. Hey, the so, way the world's been going the last couple of years, bro, I'm yeah, just saying you're not, you don't know. You're not wrong. You just so we're going to do know. way more fasting days. So from that aspect, your body is not actually hungry. So if you give it enough protein to take care of any energy issues, regenerative issues, um, rebuilding, you know, issues like you're good. So the next day, it kind of makes sense. It's got everything it needs. And oh, by the way, our body isn't actually fucking hungry right now. Mm-hmm. We're good. We still need to lose some body fat. So hunger signals tend to come from 
stress, uh, lack of sleep, uh, higher cortisol levels for, for a variety of reasons, and that's not always a bad thing, um, and hormonal signals that we're hungry because we're used to he- eating at a certain time. But you know that your body is not actually hungry. It has body fat to lose. So giving it everything it needs, micronutrient-wise, protein-wise, fat-wise, um, sleep-wise, et-, yeah. et cetera, you're waking up the next day not actually in a deficit. You are in a fat loss deficit, but you're not in a deficit for health at that point. That's what I've been saying a lot when I, I talk about this to everybody else around me because I'm annoying now about it. I know I am. but <laughs> I, I love that you own it, though. Because I've said before that, like, I feel like I have this awesome secret yeah. that I just want to share that yeah. I'm like, it's not that it shouldn't be a secret that I'm like, why, why did I not know this before? Right. Why did like, this should not, I, I, like I said, I even had a friend of mine that's like, why doesn't everybody just talk about losing weight this way? Because this makes so much more sense. And she's somebody who has tried, uh, she also listens to the pod. So you know who you are. I won't shout you out <laughs> on the pod. Um, Love you. And uh, no, it's not my wife. And <laughs> you love another woman? Yes. Yes. Other people, Mike. Other people. So I love you, Mike. Oh, I love, I love you too, Victor. That was Thanks. very cute. We, we love you too, Chrissy. Oh, well, now I don't believe you. <laughs> what? It felt forced. It did. It, it was. did, right? It did. Was yeah. it? Yeah. It was a little forced. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're going to have so. to make it up for me later. <laughs> Out of nowhere, just text me that you love just me. Just text me right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Spoken like a true woman. Spoken like a true woman. It's not what you said. It's how you said yeah. it. Yeah, it's true. So, um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. What the heck was I saying? Now you got to be kept talking about Sorry, love. you were talking about... Uh... Protein. Yeah. You are talking about protein. I know I was talking about I'm protein. I'm kidding. About how you have the secret and right, right, you feel yeah, like yeah. you're annoying people. So I know like, I'm super annoying talking uh, about this whole process of everything. But when I talk about it with people about it's that it's been pretty easy for me. Like we, I've hit that plateau recently and it's gotten harder now. Mm-hmm. I've hit in the weight where like it's, I have to really pay attention to stuff now and it's a little, it's a little harder now, but the whole like paying attention to the macronutrients has made all the difference. And, explaining that to people that they do because i didn't believe it well you know it's not something that's like taught in school which it should be the school's like here's a pyramid like fuck the pyramid man like talk to me about actual nutrients macronutrients micronutrients like think about how many people don't actually know that they didn't know any of that shit in school and that's that's so true they're taking in the general knowledge they need to pass that on they're going by the textbook for a lot of things has advanced can we fucking get rid of the food pyramid then then the schools have to buy new new textbooks and they have to eventually you'll get it's a slow you say that but look how much oh, man, money so everybody's bad. making selling cherry-picked studies and selling a product. Like, everything out there. Nobody's doing the free shit like we're trying to do right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's doing the, the free shit like we're, we're fucking. Even I'm putting up on social media and, and the website. Like, all of this information should be fucking free. It should Speaking be. of that, it is free. And we appreciate all of you guys listening. And if you want to help support the podcast, okay. because we do offer all this for free, you can. there's two different ways that you can check it out. You can go on truenutrition.com and use our Finding My Fit at 40. And we have a second one that's coming shortly or should be up by the time this pod's out. Um, I, I'm not going to share it right now, but it'll be either before or after the pod when cool. we have all that stuff. We will uh, let you that in on that one. But definitely check out truenutrition.com. You can support the pod by using the, our uh, promo, code. promo code at finding my fit at 40. 
Um, so we can continue to give yeah. awesome free content. I'm also like going to be this. linking a donate button too. So if anybody wants to donate cool. for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, if you don't, you that's cool. It. Just keep listening. That's 100 percent cool. It's more yeah. about the information, but again, uh, the, we want people to understand this, and that's what's crazy to me is that people don't understand this. Right. Yeah, it's not general knowledge, but it's it, not, and, they, and then not, you fight it. I fought it because I was did. like, well, that's Look, obviously not true because more people would know about based it. Based off of what I've been sold all this time. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and that's yeah. hard. I mean, we talk about that a lot even through the pod on different types of marketing and stuff in general. Like, It's amazing to me how many things are sold as truth in our country that were created by advertising people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, just Amazing. to make money. Like Santa. Oh, yeah, Santa. Great he's not, choice. He's not real? No, oh, but no, the Michael? image of Santa, you know who created the actual image of no. Santa? No, I don't know that. Coca-Cola. Uh, what? Coca-Cola. He is cute. They did a good job. They did they a great job. They gave him little cheeks and a little big old beard. Very cute. Yeah, right. Coca-Cola created huh. what the like the like what you know as Santa yeah. was created by Coke. Interesting. Wild. It is. It's amazing. It's amazing the things like... Did you know, you probably know this because you watched that, uh, I got this off that show, um, Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, yeah. So, have you ever watched that show? I have. You have? So, you probably know this, too. But one of the things that blew my mind that I will never forget on that show, do you know that the ad campaign, the slogan, and the ad campaign for uh, Don't Be a Litter Bug, uh-huh. you know where that came from? Who no. paid for that advertising? I have no idea. The soda companies... Because they oh. switched to plastic bottles. So back in the, in the day, we had a very effective way of recycling. You know, they had glass bottles for milk or glass right. bottles for soda or glass bottles. Yeah. And then you would return the glass bottles. They'd wash them, rinse them, and reuse them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sustainable. Fantastic. Yeah, we went away from that because we're dumb. Was yeah. expensive. For the companies. Yeah. So they're like, you know, we can make really cheap plastic bottles and then we don't have to clean them or we don't need any of these other facilities. Yeah, I'm sure they saved a lot of overhead. So they saved a ton. And then those plastic bottles, people were, they were just everywhere. And people were screaming at those companies saying, stop making these bottles. They're every, like livestock, <laughs> like cows and stuff were eating bottles because they were just like left on the side of the road. They were left and they were getting, and they were dying. And people were freaking out over this that these bottles were killing animals and stuff, and they were going after the companies. So the companies go, aha, let's spin it and make them responsible for it, not us. <laughs> and so they made this litter bug campaign, don't be a litter bug. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, it's actually my fault. <laughs> I'm the one to blame, not the company that shouldn't be making these bottles and going back to the way that was sustainable and worked really well. Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's not put them on blast. Let's blame ourselves because I mean, we love it, hating it's genius. ourselves. It well is genius, played. honestly. Yeah, well done. And now, yeah. And the dude who played the Indian, you remember that commercial, the Indian who cried, the one tear? No. Oh, uh, so like it was, he's standing next to a highway and they throw like a fast food bag out the window and it lands at his feet and it spills like with what, like the leftover fries yeah. and stuff. And he looks down and he looks up and it zooms in and he just cries and there's one wow. tear down his the Native American's face. Wow, they and played says, the Native American a, card don't too. Don't be a litter bug. Yes, Dang. they used somebody who was not Native American. Oh, I he love was like that. Italian cultural cool. or something. Yeah, he was just you know so darker stupid. skin. <laughs> Ridiculous, but that is literally the propaganda that is spewed upon yeah, us. Yeah, it's as so a interesting country. the way spin, things are spun like that. Like even like diamond engagement rings. Like that's just they made that shit up, right? And they're like, mm. now idiots will buy diamonds for lots of money, and it's like. 
damn, you sure got all our asses. <laughs> Father's yeah. Day, Mother's Day. Yeah, like, making it, it up, man. Let's go, man. It's all, everything we celebrate is like that. I know. I mean, Christmas get, it, it is currently October. Yeah, dude, they pull out the stuff early. No, September. What is the month right it's now? It's September. September. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is currently September. And, well, I'm thinking about it because I, I know Halloween's coming up and us in the Solis household love Halloween. Um, so we decorate and we just have a ball with it. But Halloween's coming up, but Christmas stuff is out already. Yeah. Before it, Thanksgiving it, stuff? Dude, it's it's like so many months early. It's so wild. I don't know how anyone yeah. keeps up. Like, I'm not that on top of my shit that I'm like, The reason it's right? out, though, is because people buy it. I know. That's why it's out. So people right. get all upset about it, but I'm like, well, stop buying it and they won't put it out. <laughs> yeah, that's going <laughs> to yeah, happen. Yeah, right? But that's what I'm saying. No, these it's are not. sales. We're getting so cheap right now. It's not. And that's the whole no. point is that it, but you don't, you it don't, dri- it's all driven by what we as a people do. Oh, yeah, it's the economics of that, right? Like, if you buy it, they're going to sell it. But it's, it's it. the they're sales tactics, it. too. If you think, think you're getting a good early bird sale, like, people are kind of getting ahead on that. And I was, I was over helping somebody move the other day. They had, you know, a tremendous amount of stocked up stuff in, in the garage of, like, buying in bulk type stuff. Works great, but they have enough, you know, soap and detergent and barbecue sauce for 20 damn years. Like you're not, you're not going to use all that. But were they, are they an extreme couponer? So this is my they, issues with the extreme couponing They apparently couponing went through a phase. phase. So, oh, couponing phase. So that's why they have that stuff. So have you ever, have you ever watched I any have of those shows? Seen no, I've, I've seen that. And you're, some of them are walking away getting paid for the groceries they walk out with. Yeah, it's, and that's it's awesome. amazing. And Becky and I have looked at it and we're like, oh, we should be these people. No. This is so cool. And then we're like, wait a minute. Look at their it's garage. It's so much or look stuff. At their, and why do, they need, why do they need 20 things of laundry detergent? When we go through like five a year, yeah, right. Like, I mean, it's more than that. Well, we're I know not what you the mean. big ones. We Honestly, go back yeah, and it's not really. It but in, in a way, like I, I, I get it. it's not going to go bad. You are going to eventually get around to it, right? But sure. You got to have like a place to stock all that or shit. Like chapsticks. I saw the one stream couponer, and they had like two hundred and fifty chapsticks. Yeah, like how many chapsticks are you going to get a chapstick for life? I don't when, do you stop, when do you I'd stop? When do you stop buying? I'd be chapstick. passing them out to friends. You get yeah. a chapstick, and you get a chapstick. Yeah, I wonder like. Right, because like, how many chaps are you gonna use in your life if you use chapstick? You know, and that's like, another man, product. By the way, that is uh, propaganda. Okay. So, chapstick is kind of. This is what I've been told and what I've heard, and from experience, I feel like is a hundred percent true. It's designed to make you dependent on it. Oh, right. absolutely. So once you start using it, you have to continually use it, or it makes your lips worse. Yeah. Right. On purpose. Yeah I, yeah, I rarely use chapstick. I also well, every once use in a while, chapstick. like if I've gotten been out in the sun too much or whatever. For, yeah. But. I used to live on chapstick. Like, I would, who, I, oh my gosh. It used to get me so excited when I'd use the entire chapstick. Well, that's pretty impressive. I've literally I've never done that before in my too. life. I've never done that before in my life. Ever. Exactly. So when, when we lived in Pennsylvania and it was cold, like during the winter, Ugh. just lived on chap- yeah. chapstick. Like, that's 10, true. Like, I feel like the cold probably like does not make your chapped lips any better yeah. but no it definitely does not yeah. well, what if Somebody you just swap over to like coconut oil or something probably there's probably way healthier ways to do it but you know I'm a part of the machine and chapstick was machine. the way to go that's yeah. the way to go alright so the uh, protein thing Go, going back around, right? No, the, but the advertising back in, well, right back in. The, win. the right. advertising is a thing and while all of those markets and such are, are pushed to have you sell to sell an item to buy to just have and consume yeah. The thing that drives me nuts about the fitness and health industry is that that shit is driven to sell you things that should be your God-given fucking right. You should know how to make yourself healthy and then maybe choose an easier route here. But if you're selling cherry-picked damn studied science, 
to really push a, a lifestyle or a product or whatever that's just going to get you sucked in and keep you in a cycle. Like, fuck that. Which yeah. is why we're trying to put out as much good information as you can. And that's also why when you see a study, anytime I see a study where, where someone in the industry is posting that to push their product or lifestyle, whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see the actual study there. Please. Yeah, good. And when you go into a study, and it's even like we were talking about the uh, uh, Jaquish guy who oh, has yeah. the, the X3 bar. His, oh, study, yeah, his yeah, study doesn't even link him to any of the claims he's making. Yeah, so when terrible. you go actually read a study, they've either pulled a piece out of it or they're taking just right. They're taking like a, a tiny little and chunk, and and you know using I mean, that little piece to say something, or they just yeah. link an article I mean, and bet on people not reading it. They do that everywhere. The oil companies do that. Like every company does that. I could just start. Na- I I don't know why I even named the oil company because nobody knows why. But you know we have oil in our body somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> I run on oil. I'm a machine. <laughs> I'm a machine. <laughs> so when it comes to to a study. Okay, you can, a lot of, of influencers out there and people are just putting out good information. Uh, and one of my favorite is, is Menno Henselman's, puts out amazing damn information like on his social media and he'll kick out a, a new study that seems to, to kind of go contradictory to a study he had put up before uh, in terms of like volume or what exercise works best or, or this creates muscle faster or et cetera, et cetera. And so what he's doing is not necessarily putting up contradictory information. He's putting, oh, this new study says this. Let's break that down a little right. bit. Right. He's reading the studies. He's, he's giving you the cliff Going notes. deep into those. Yeah. And, yeah, and Lane, that, Lane Norton does the same he thing. He does, yeah. So now for the average person coming by and, and seeing that study, like, oh, shit. So I could get, I could get better results if I swap over this. Right. You, you could be mid-training block of something that's working effectively for you. But no, no, no. I got I to gotta do this. This is, this is better. So when you look at a study like that, it may be a little bit better, kind of like maximizing muscle protein synthesis throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting results, doing what you're already enjoying doing, you don't need that extra 1% that might get you an extra two ounces of, of muscle mass by the end of the month. You just, you don't need it. Like, you're fine. Try right, that Mike. out for the next training block if you want. So then break it down. I usually say three, but you yeah. can give me as many points as you want. Of because I feel like three. Well, let's say three. I mean, we'll three-ish. shoot for three. Shoot for three. You might and more cap me at twelve. Cap you at twelve. <laughs> Somewhere between three and twelve. Michael. All right. Uh, of how many? What are the Im- most important takeaways from this conversation? Of is there a max amount of protein I should take eat in a sitting, and should I space it out? Or ha- for the average Joe, I guess. Because I've. I'd say for the average. Because there's certain things that when we watch that video, there's things that are, like, I guess, that also, like, change it, like, how much you work out. Mm-hmm. What, what body parts you It's volume, whether or not it's full body or not, how much more you can make use of. use the science to make the most generalized scientific statement that is not 100% accurate because it's impossible to make generalized <laughs> statements that are 100% accurate. True. But I want you to do it, Mike, and give I'm me, like, it. three... Massively valid and important points with the idea of absorbing protein sure. in a meal. When it, when it comes to your overall health and fitness, staying away from the idea of absolute maximization of your program is essential. Okay, If you're looking for that absolute maximization, you're going to always chase that, that 1% of extra bit of information. The basics, first point, the basics are always the same. The basics are the same. So total overall protein is going to trump 
constantly trying to change to get the specific specific amount of protein you would need to fully maximize your your muscle protein synthesis. Unless you're somebody who really wants to gain every ounce of every everything, ounce. and you want to be that. That specific. person is already but, like but, at a point where they you know correct. Bear in mind that's knowledge. that's if, yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. have you heard the the stat? I think it's. I've heard somebody say 10%. It's probably closer to 5%. But if you can bench press your body weight, squat one and a half times your body weight, and deadlift twice your body weight, you are in the top 5% of, of trained people in the world. So even, or 10% probably of trained people in the world, 5% of probably the population. Because the yeah. amount of people that can actually do that compared to the entire world is so, so minimal, fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. So somebody, the, the Wait, amount. so what? Bench your body, body weight? weight. Squat, squat one, one and, and a half times. times your body weight and deadlift twice your body weight. You are in, in the top, oh, so not trained. You're in, in the top five to 10% of people in the world. Really? Yes. I mean, I believe that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and only the exact percentage. I've heard, I mean, I've heard some high-level high people say 5%. Like I've heard I'm some high-level say 10%. No. So those are good goals to go. As maxes or like what? Yes, maxes. So now that's As maxes. Yeah. So that, but maxes, that yeah. puts it in perspective. When you, you compare yourself to everybody on social media, well, those are all people that are within that 5 to 10% of, of the world. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, you're going to see a lot of that mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. But that still puts you in a, in a fairly elite category at that point. So the people who are needing to eke out that extra 1% of, of maximizing everything here that are hopping on stage, they're like a quarter of a percent of the world, if not even less than that. Just a, a tiny fraction of a percentage. Yeah. So when we're putting out information right now, we're not gearing towards that, that population. There's yeah. still good information that they can use, but we're not gearing towards that. So for, for the general people that are listening to our podcast, you don't need to maximize anything. You need to master the basics. Absolutely. You need to hit overall protein on any given day, and you need to not get swayed by the new study that pops out because that study is, again, leaning towards maximization of whatever that, that study was saying. Trying to maximize, if I would have had that information at the beginning of this, I wouldn't, it would have, yeah, it's too much. It's too limiting. Yeah. You know, it, it is the people that are going to use that information kind of like eat, sleep, and breathe is probably, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they are so. elite athletes. Anybody who says professional, Figure competitors are not elite athletes. They're out of their fucking mind. Yeah, that's the shit, shit they is go elite. through and the shit they can do. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I could never do it. No. But yeah, props to them because fuck that. You say you hard. couldn't do it, but you did the ten days, ten pounds of fat loss challenge. Oh, that was awful, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> but you did it. So you can get but. in that extreme mindset if if the goal is is yeah. there. And honestly, if you have a community too, which helps. Which oh yeah, yeah. by the way, we'll be kicking out our, our Facebook group here soon for the podcast. So you can start Which asking questions there and get on that. Might be out by the time this actually is That's out. That's true. Yeah, it should be, it should be out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go finish up working on that today. So our our podcast Instagram is up. Um, the Facebook group will start to come up. I'll have all of that stuff in the link tree on the Finding My Fit at Forty. And then hit us Instagram. up. I want to talk to you guys. Hundred percent. You know what we should do soon? We should go live on oh, Instagram or that. Facebook and and just get out there and chat a little bit. We should. Yeah. If you guys want to do that, let us know. Hit us up. You can hit us up on our email, findingmyfit at 40 at Gmail, or right on the Facebook page if you'd be into that. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, findingmyfit at 40 is the Instagram. And you know what? I, I will have the Facebook group up by the time this pops up. So findingmyfit at 40 you guys on in Facebook. Real time can ask Mike all these questions that you're dying <laughs> to ask him when you hear the pod and you go, wait a minute, they didn't talk about this, or they only briefly touched on this. You can actually ask all the things. So. Did you finish all the points? Do you have more points that you wanted to bring no, up? No, those are that? I, I managed to keep them low. I think master yeah. the basics is really don't the most chase, important Don't thing. chase maximizing. 
hit overall daily protein, and don't get swayed by studies because those are stressing, maximizing. That's what a study is. We're looking Perfect. for absolutes. Basically, just keep it simple. The simpler you keep, this is my this is my own personal experience, my own personal viewpoint on this is keep it pretty simple for yourself. When I started, I didn't pay attention to fiber at all because there was so much information. It's a lot of it's information lot of trying to do all these things at one time. Like there's a lot when you're trying to juggle it all. But if you can break it down and do one piece at a time and grow because you're building a lifestyle. Correct. You're building it's life All changes. about lifestyle. You're not it's not like you're just trying to get on a stage or you just need to fit in this wedding dress or you just need to lose a couple pounds before you go on vacation like yeah it's you're you're setting yourself up for success forever and what can you do that sustains forever um like i said we're talking to people i I just talked to a buddy who lost a bunch of weight at one point and he's like oh i don't know if i want to work out like that again i was like what do you mean I was like, I just lost a ton of weight. And he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, well, I did P90X and I lost all <laughs> this weight. And it was, I was like working out like six days a week though. And yeah, I was like, whoa, extreme. whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't even work out six days a week. It's like, too many days. It's too many days. That's the one day you're off. That's nuts. <laughs> but to me, it's also not sustainable. No, it's not. not. P90X is rude. And he was like, oh yeah, I was kind of unemployed at that time too. And I was that like, helps. well, that yeah, sure that is help. important. But however, like. I still, even if I'm unemployed, I don't want to be working out. I like certainly that, don't like want to do P90X if I, uh, you know, no, that's my job. It's, it's an extreme workout, and if you did the diet, it's an extreme diet, calorie yeah. deficit. So guess what? It, it works. And he was like, "Yeah, it works. but it's miserable." Yeah. He told me he was and it's not all sustainable. The time, and I was like, "I'm not yeah. hungry all the time." <laughs> yeah, I'm not. That's I think the biggest takeaway is me. that you don't have to be hungry, you know, and you this don't have to be miserable. You can it doesn't being have hungry. to be miserable. Yeah, right. I didn't think that. Right. I literally. So when we started this whole process, I'm gonna pull back the curtain majorly on this. Is I wanted to create new content. I I do the music. Everybody knows we've talked. Or if you don't know, I'm a musician. That's what I do for a living. We talked about the beginning in here. I was playing a gig. I play in a band called Keystone Postcard. Check us out, KeystonePostcard.com. Um, but. I wanted to create different content and I had been talking about it. Mike and I are, were buddies. We had met playing pool at the bar. We've talked numerous times. He says how he does all his fitness stuff. And we just had talked uh, generalized about like content. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what would be good content. I mean, I'm, I, I wasn't necessarily even, I didn't really hate what I looked like, but I wasn't thrilled with what, right. where I was in life. I just put on 20 more pounds from when I hurt my voice. Right. And I was, we were talking. I was like, you know what? I think what would be a great way for me to create more content and have more content out and for you to create content, we can kind of do this together. And I enjoy your company. So let, let's try something. I was talking to Chrissy. Damn. Um, <laughs> suck it, Mike. <laughs> Joke's on you. I will suck it. <laughs> so. <laughs> wait. All right. Wait. That didn't come out right. So. That's where this all started. I was like, yeah, I mean, and if I lose weight, cool. And that's how I thought about it. If I lose yeah, weight. Yeah, so like you weren't uh, even like, cool. this wasn't like a full commitment. You it know? wasn't at yeah. all. And I was very skeptical, not about the program or about you, Mike. Yeah. I was more skeptical on me. Yeah. I was like, Maybe am I going to be able to, to do this? Yeah. It just, it, I mean, uh, it works for other people. Obviously, but I mean, I'm just so different. I'm hungry so different. all the time. Right. So different. I'm just different. Like it's, and that's literally what my mindset was when we started. And the first week I lost like eight pounds or something stupid. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> something's stupid. Something's, something's up. And then Am I a couple dying? weeks in. Yeah. Am I dying? <laughs> and then a couple weeks in, I was like less hungry and I learned a little more. And I was like, oh, okay. 
Okay, and now I freaking put a gym in my house because I'm in digging. <laughs> yeah, we've it so come much. full That's circle. That's actually a really good point. Like yeah. you, you look at what, at the starting point yeah. to here. Like yeah. you're literally happy about having gym equipment oh, in your dude, damn house. I'm thrilled. By the way, PRX again. A shout out to PRX Performance. Their gear is phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal. It's it, it is. Yeah. I love it. It's a. It's visually appealing as it well is. as so yeah. easy to use. I I love it. My kids get a kick out of. When we bring the rack down, yeah, because how it like just glides up back and forth off the wall, they love it. They, they I let them, they pull the pin out and stuff. And you just hang one of them on the top and one of them on the other side and just let it come down with their weight. Genius. I would be a little afraid to hang my children. You just gotta the catch them, man. They're I, fine. They're yeah. fine. No big. <laughs> they're malleable. <laughs> Whatever they bounce. So. <laughs> But yeah, I love my PRX stuff is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's beautiful. it's, it's so versatile, the rack and what I can do with it already. And it doesn't take up much of a any footprint. Space. Yeah. It's like any space. It's absolutely awesome. I love it. Um so like, but that I have a gym in my house. Yeah, now you've, that you've I, definitely come from like a, a long way. Oh my god, yeah. And I'm loving it. Like I also like I've tried so hard to keep perspective also. I'm in way better shape than I ever was. Oh, yeah. I'm still not in great. Like, if I just met somebody for the first time, I would still look like I'm a little overweight. Like, I'm a little overweight. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little. I'm still a little, a little overweight. And, well, I mean, yeah, anyway. So. I feel like if I just met you now, I wouldn't, like, you know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know. It wouldn't be as obvious. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be as obvious. Close. I don't think I would, like, have put that in my brain. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying, like. It's amazing to me, like, and I'm just like, I'm like, all right, like, what can I do? And I know it's going to be a long term and I'm like down for the long term. Yeah. And I don't feel bad. Like, even when I do a workout, like I talked about what I said, I'm like the laziest work. Last night I was, I did my workout and it took me so much longer because I took time in between. But then when I was in the set, I was like, you know what? I'm going to really push. And I, I, I got a couple PRs last night. Nice. I was like, I did, I felt really good. I hit some extra reps on some stuff. And I was like, I feel like I just was so lazy. It took me two hours to do that workout, where it normally takes about an hour, hour twenty max. It took me two hours because I was doing other things and I was and, and watching TV on my on the computer and God, stuff. That sounds rough. It was so brutal. <laughs> and <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And I can't be like I'm working out three days a week, and that doesn't even feel like it's extreme. Right. Where it felt extreme. If I would have told myself at the beginning of this that like, you have to work three days a week, I'm like, ugh. Three days a week. But that, I honestly feel like it's only doable because I have the gym in the house right. three days a week. Getting to the gym is still yeah, really I mean, Especially with and kids stuff. and stuff. It's, but it's yeah, nice it's, for the back and forth. I've, I've got another... Um, making look. the changes, putting in the house, making the lifestyle change. Yeah. Huge difference. And I feel like all of this, the whole point of that whole rant was it's sustainability. Correct. And being able to maintain this. I don't. There's nothing I'm doing now that I'm like, I hope I can keep that up. I don't feel like that with any no, of it. And, and we, we harp on this all the time, but that's the importance of creating a lifestyle and not being sold on an extreme fucking fix. Because there's nothing you have to change. Yeah, man, there's no one out there who's going to do P90X for an extended period no, of time, God, no. right? Like, no. God, it's no. not so designed for that. It isn't, no. yeah. And so, yeah. but no, it's designed to keep you in a, a loop of continue to either buy beach body shit or just do P90X over and over again. But that's why they also created a, a spinoff of P90X. Right, like there's like a bunch of sub ones. So yeah, and Insanity did T25. Like oh, it's the same torture. workout, but I do it for 25 minutes. All right, cool. I can do this. This is great. Yeah, 25 <laughs> sounds better than like an hour, 90 minutes. I mean, minutes it, it, or it does, but it's all, that yeah. all just puts you in a loop. So when your year long training coaching session is done, what do you have to change at that point? Nothing. Nothing. You literally have to change fucking nothing. 
at most, you will add, well, and you'll know, you add more reps, you add more weight, you continue progressing, but that's fucking it. And that's what I even like about like what I'm doing is I didn't have to go to three workouts a week. Even. No. I could have maintained the two. I was having success with one to zero workouts right. a week because of when I hurt my ankle. And I was still having success. Like I still was going to have success and growth. It just would not have come as quickly or as yeah. I was going to say, well, but that's not the right word I'm, wording I want to use there, but it just wouldn't come as quickly and it wouldn't have progressed as far. As like, efficiently. There was it's a little bit more yeah. efficient when Correct. you do it that way. Yeah. And, but I've grown as I felt necessary to grow. And as I have wanted to grow, I'm the one who came to you and was like, Hey, the third workout, the crazy. Yeah. And early in the program, you're like, you don't need it. You're not there yet. Right. And now it's, we are like, yeah, if you want to do it, let's do it. It It's been amazing to me that like, the progression of it in the last seven months has been what it is. It also makes it way more manageable, right? If you're solely, if you're going from like not knowing what the fuck you're doing or having any training or any of that, like you have to do manageable little steps, right? Little manageable changes. Small, consistent, repeatable steps that you can do. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to grasp and it's a lot easier to actually like, I feel like it's tough too when I talk to people because they see what I'm doing now and they're like, "Ah, I can't do that. And I'm like, but I didn't start here. This is not where I got, (laughs) this was not the beginning of me losing weight. This was me getting into it more and more and more. It's like anything you do well, like using music as an example, I see these guys play guitar that just rip solos and I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. You didn't start that way. They didn't wake up and play like that. They learned scales and did everything that I did too. Like you just gotta, you've gotta work your way up to it. You don't just start at peak performance yeah and i think that that's one of the things that really struggle people struggle with is that like you know they get a coach or they get up or whatever and then it just throws them like into the deep end you know it's like these are your calories they're restricted to this eat this much do this many workouts and it's like right oh and that's, that's a huge that P- change like for stuff people. like p90x sets up this idea that you can do it should be done in 90 days 90 days 90 days 90 days 90 days how many workouts have you seen that are 90 days 90 days 90 yeah. days yeah. 90 days in just 90 days you can change your body in 90 days 90 days well, I mean, that's not reality. And what happens no. after 90 days, bro? And also, <laughs> yeah. also, also think about with an extreme program like that, what percentage of people do you think actually get through it word for word every day? Zero. Day in and day out? I'm zero percent. No, it's gonna be, it's, some, a, it's a very low percentage. So the drastic transformations yeah, will yeah, come yeah. from somebody who can stick with an extreme workout program and an extreme diet. You're going to get an extreme fucking change. No, and there are people sure. who love the who live in the extremes. There so are. I'm sure there are people there who are. absolutely so right. love it. I don't know how people exist like that, but you're very right. right. Yeah. But so, I mean, there are even you know, non-extreme people who manage to get through that, but they just gutted it out. But if you can do an extreme program Word for word, you're going to get an extreme change. But for the vast majority of the percentage, you know what? They they don't even care if a lot of people get it done because they're going to get enough oh, yeah. good transformations to then continue to sell the product. Also, yeah. like if you can do that program like that, you would probably crush a regular, oh my god, more yeah. achievable, yeah. lifelong type of thing. So I feel I've I've made this known before, but I want to say this. But the secret to success in all of this. There's to me, there's one thing that is the secret to it's a secret in the sauce that makes all of this work. What's the secret in the sauce? Joy. Yeah. Mm. You can't be miserable while you're doing this. Absolutely. I like that. No. The you secret don't have to, to all be. of it is that's joy. The, the secret is that yeah. you don't have to be miserable. You can be yeah. joyful yes. while you do this. Like yeah. that's if I if I hated any of this, I would be like, oh, I can't wait. This is over. There's <laughs> nothing that I do that I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Except for occasionally there's like a few reps in the middle of a workout. Oh, this sucks. But 
Look, you're not going to love every part of it, but like, no. you know, you don't love but everything. But you need overall joy. Correct. Yeah. If you are not joyful in what you're doing, you cannot sustain it for, I mean, maybe you can grind through for a year, two years. I mean, people hate your job and how miserable yeah. are you? They stay people, in those jobs are amazing, forever. Durable you know what? Jobs pay you. But, but think about that you're getting paid. But you're getting paid in, you're getting paid in results. results. Correct. Yeah, exactly. If With that, but... If you're getting results, that's the that's the problem. <laughs> that's true. But think about how much. I mean, it, as an employer, if where you have employees is miserable, what is your rate of keeping those employees? Oh yeah, your turner right. was going to be huge. But if they're having, if they're jo- it, joyous and enjoying yeah. what they're doing, they're at least not miserable. How <laughs> often you get better production out of yeah, them? Absolutely. You get they stay longer. Yep. All those things, it's the same thing with this. If you're joyful and you enjoy what's what's going on, it's so much easier to maintain. And that's where it becomes part of your life. So to me, the secret to success through all of this stuff is joy. Yeah, and I think really the, the real secret is to add the small changes so you don't eat up the joy, right? Like if you change Correct. all of the things at yeah. once, like it's, it's just going to be too much. Too and much. You're just going to get yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah, you overload yourself. Yeah. And I, as I got that one point piece, I added something else. And that's... but. Again, I, I, I'll harp on this till the end, and then we'll, we'll end it with this, is that's the biggest difference for me that having a coach and having Mike has been is he helped me learn where the joy is yeah. and how to find that joy in what I was doing. I can't say stress enough the amount of times that I was like kind of bummed and I was like, ah, I failed. I didn't how many times in the beginning of this Quite was I like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't a good day. It was, and you're like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. And you broke it down and showed me, like, I'm a very analytical person for the most part. And seeing numbers, like, that's why I like love the numbers side yeah. of everything. But when you broke it down and you show me and you're like, dude, that's a win. You had a win today. And I was like, wait, what? I ate pizza. I did this. <laughs> I didn't work out. And he's like, yeah, but okay, you ate over what... Yeah, you're still making you, the positive changes. Mm. You're learning. You're growing. Yeah, you're he's like, there. it was a freaking win. Yeah. You won today. And I was like... Hell yeah, I won today. <laughs> and that change helps you find the joy, the joy yeah. within what was happening. Yeah. And that is what maintained it that I freaking love it now and want to share that joy. I guess that's the that's the secret that I have. It's yeah. the joy yeah. that I'm like, I, it's like bubbling over in me that I want everybody to understand yeah. the joy of feeling better, not being miserable in the process, enjoying the process. I like it. I like it. So um, I want you guys to enjoy the process as well. We appreciate you guys listening and taking time out of your day and your lives to join us. And if there's anything we can do to help you out, if you have any questions, concerns, or you just want to say, hey, hit us up on any of our socials. Like you said, we have Fighting My Fit at 40 on Instagram, on Facebook, and we're working on some other things. We want to put together a group so we can chat with you guys on the reg. And, uh, yeah, check out truenutrition.com. We're about to put in another order. I love their stuff. I'm going to hop in that order. Oh, you're going to hop in and get some stuff? Mm -hmm. Nice moves. Yeah, it's so good. We ran out of the cinnamon one. Is just That's the good one, right? It is so good. That's the one that I'm also addicted to, like not True Nutrition, so I want to try their version. Also, if you're going on True Nutrition, (laughs) we found out that the ones that are the true flavors, have you seen this, Mike? They have flavors that are called true flavors, Uh and those are flavored with stevia. 
Uh, where okay. the other ones are flavored other th- and we seem to like the ones with the stevia so the true flavors oh, no seem to taste better to us yeah, yeah. everyone's I mean, different about their sugar substitutes yes so yeah. and the stevia one for us the true flavors are just boss they're so good All right. so little tidbit from us try you guys decide what's good for you uh we've gotten like a pound of a multiple different ones and tried and flavors and com- combined some stuff. I just did a vanilla and strawberry banana one the other day, which was pretty good. Lovely. I like them just straight in milk. Bucky, my wife can't do them. I do like with milk. just straight in milk. Yeah. She has to make like a smoothie with fruit and other stuff like yogurt. And she makes like a smoothie smoothie. I just throw it in a shaker bottle, throw 16 ounces of milk talk about that carb master stuff all the time which i'm about to make one after we're done here because you've been using the vanilla flavor huh? I, that's today's that's the first clever. time i try the vanilla oh it is the vanilla milk oh, yeah report back. so carb master <laughs> has i can make you a shake if you want or no, you can just good. try it if you want after i make it so the gonna do the vanilla milk with i haven't decided whether i'm gonna do a strawberry banana or that's try the, the cinnamon in the vanilla i, I don't that know could be good too yeah so, Strawberry banana sounds boss. I would though. go with the c- cinnamon vanilla. That sounds delightful. It does. I think I'm going to throw it over. I bought bran flakes, too, because I was having trouble hitting my fiber on days that I didn't eat like, oh, okay. beans and stuff. Yeah. I was like 12 grams of fiber or something. I was like, eh, I need to up that a little bit. So I bought... So bran flakes. Yeah. Mm. They're actually good. I like <laughs> mm. That sounds like boring cereal. That's why you put the fun milk on it. <laughs> the <Duh>. fun milk. <laughs> They make the fun protein I shake. I like to put the fun milk into my fun cereal. <laughs> yeah. Double my fun. I say. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've I done that, and I bought, like, we had Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I love. That's, like, one of my favorite cereals of oh, all time. Oh, so good. It's, that's now it, my second favorite cereal. Because s'mores? Because what took over? What took over? Oh, because of Waffle Crunch. There it is. Michael's so addicted crunch. to Waffle Crunch. So addicted. So I find, though, for me personally, I struggled in the rest, because I do the fun cereal thing, too. I love Cereal oh, so good. Shout out to cereal. <laughs> <laughs> but then that I find I struggle for the rest of that day. Me too. To hit my macros because of this, the one or two, 12 bowls of cereal that I eat that yeah, morning. Yeah, eating a bowl of cereal is tough. Yeah, you Problems. eat a bowl oh, of cereal. I never cereal. eat a bowl. It just, yeah, Not a, a single box. time in you my ever box. life will I ever eat one bowl of cereal. Yeah, it just I really, it no, really does hurt. It hurts my calories a Chrissy lot. Chrissy delivers mm-hmm. bags. I do. I do. I deliver. We go, you know, me and Aaron go to Sam's and Walmart every week and, uh, that Walmart by Sam's has the Waffle Crunch. <laughs> so we're like bag. Mike's Waffle Crunch so dealers. <laughs> so now you have two bags of gummies and a bag of cereal every week. That's pretty close. Yeah. That is yeah. close, yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. I'm going to have to so reevaluate my life. <laughs> so like, bad. like today, and a box of Pop-Tarts. my weight was up because I ate that whole tiramisu. Yeah. And you said to me that you have like three to five pound swings in your weight oh, as yeah. a water weight. Daily, yeah. Could it because be because of the Waffle Crisp and the gummies? Don't 100%. blame the Waffle yeah. Crisp and the gummies. They're innocent third parties. <laughs> I just, uh, I, just, I just don't worry about the weight. Like if my abs start to blur, then I'll start to readjust <laughs> some things. But. <laughs> Guys, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week when we talk about more fun stuff. Until then, uh, go back, check out other episodes. If you haven't, we have a bunch of cool episodes about different topics. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Chase your joy, humans. Chase your joy. Oh, that's good. Chase the joy. Yeah.